0: Hello, and welcome to this short lecture from the History Teachers Talking Podcast. I am Peter Zablocki. My fellow history teacher and best friend Tom Reska and I co-host full-length episodes of History Teachers Talking Podcast, where we decided to supplement the longer episodes with these short lectures that will be brought to you by either myself or by Tom and dispersed between our regularly scheduled topics and conversations. Welcome to our short lecture on the life and death of Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) Known for writing about torture chambers, haunted houses, creepy locales, and zero chance of escape things such as the pit and the pendulum, the fall of the House of Russia, and the murders in a rue morgue. His stories always start out with, I was sick, sick unto death with long agony. That's actually the cheery part, especially if you look at the author's life. Lots of bad stuff happened to Edgar Allan Poe. Things were pretty bad for Poe from the very beginning. His father left his ailing mother and three small children on her own. By the time Poe was three, his mom died of tuberculosis. He basically watched her cough up blood and waste away. He sat in his mother's room with her dead body for days until it was taken away and buried. After that, he slept with the covers over his head because he thought a dead person would come get him in the middle of the night. Things just got worse from there. He was orphaned, separated from his brother and sister, and raised by foster parents. His new mom actually liked Poe, but his new dad did not. When he was 15 years old, His first girlfriend dropped dead, you guessed it, of tuberculosis, just like his mother. When he was 20, he went to college, but then he dropped out, joined the army, then dropped out, then he published his first book of poems, and that's when his real career started. And then, the one person he actually got along with at home, his stepmother, started coughing up blood. You guessed it, she died of tuberculosis. His stepfather, who did not like Poe, basically told him to get lost. Poe then went on to find his brother Henry, but Henry, believe it or not, had also died of tuberculosis. Poe then moved in with an aunt and his first cousin, Virginia. Again, first cousin. He fell in love with her and they got married. I guess that was acceptable in those days. But you're never gonna believe this. Virginia died of tuberculosis. There's no denying it. Things were just not working out for Poe. He started using his life as a model of his stories. In 1845, his poem, The Raven, was published in the Evening Mirror and it became an instant classic. It turned Poe into a celebrity and everybody wanted to know him. But, unfortunately for Poe, none of that really paid the bills. He was starving most of the time. He was paid almost nothing. And there was no copyright laws back then, so whatever he wrote was just copied freely by others and published by other publishing houses that made money off of it. In his entire life as an author, he earned only $300 for all of his writing. He basically begged people for help. Sometimes he sent letters to far-off relatives and acquaintances to ask for money. The guy was broke. Despite these troubles, he somehow kept on writing. But a new problem developed. He discovered alcohol. People expected that when he walked into a room, he would probably be drunk. It was actually that bad. He was often seen wandering the streets, missing one shoe, disoriented, disheveled, clothes ripped off. Though he tried many times, Poe just couldn't shake his alcohol problem. He also couldn't find a paying job. He pursued a couple of wealthy women in a hope of finding love and some form of security for his writing. But being a, that he was always drunk didn't really help him. this situation. People basically avoided him. My life seems wasted. The future looks a dreary blank Poe once wrote to his aunt. He then left Richmond, Virginia to head to New York City. This was going to be his big break. His first stop was in Baltimore. Once he arrived there, There's a famous story of him walking off with someone else's cane and losing his luggage. Guess what? He was drunk. And then for the next six days, Poe completely vanished. There's no record of where he was while he was in Baltimore or what he was doing. And actually, for someone that is fairly famous, it would be kind of hard to get lost and no one notice you, unless you were Poe, and you were probably drunk, disheveled, or missing a shoe. That was all very possible. On election day... Poe showed up out of nowhere at a bar called Ryan's Fourth Ward Polls in Baltimore. It was named that because it was used as an election polling place. And just as we thought, he was a wreck. Completely disoriented, dirty, disheveled, clothes torn, necktie completely torn off. In fact, he was wearing someone else's filthy clothes inside out and backwards. At that point, a coincidence perhaps. Two of Poe's distant relatives came into the bar. They didn't really like Poe. After all, he was always drunk and belligerent. And the last time they saw him, it looked like he was at it again. So they dragged his limp body out of the bar and dropped him at a hospital so he could sleep it off in a drunk ward. The next day, Poe was extremely jumpy and agitated when he woke up at the hospital. He was talking nonsense. It was all gibberish. The doctors assumed he was still drunk. He stayed in the hospital for another day. Overnight he became less erratic, but the next morning he still wasn't making any sense with what he was saying. They figured he should have been sober by now, but something was not right. They offered water for him to drink, but he refused. Poe woke up the next morning, delirious, and began calling out the name Reynolds. Reynolds, Reynolds, Reynolds. He did this until three in the morning. Then Edgar Allan Poe, the very famous American author, died. It was October seventh, eighteen forty nine. And he was only 40 years old. The cause of death was given as congestion of the brain, which was a common medical phrase at the time that explained practically nothing. Over the years, everybody thought that Poe had died of alcohol poisoning. But then again, how do you explain the fact that he should have sobered up after nearly three days in the hospital? Recently, doctors re examined Poe's medical records. It's possible maybe a sick animal bit him. Maybe by refusing a drink of water at the hospital for three days, were simply dehydrated. Also, there's a belief, going back to this animal theory, that people with rabies are usually unable to swallow water. That might have something to do with it. People with rabies also act like they're drunk, which would probably explain why he didn't necessarily sober up. The other idea is the fact that Poe was, after all, penniless. Extremely poor, he could have been part of this voter fraud scheme right before he died. So what used to happen in Baltimore at the time is that potential voters, were kept in rooms where they would change into various clothes and they go to different polling places so they could vote more than once. The payoff was, often, free alcohol. And Reynolds, the name Poe kept calling out at the end, was, after all, the name of a local polling official. To this day, no one really knows what happened to Poe, why he died, what he died of. But one thing seems clear. Poe seemed to be ready to go. After all, everyone he's ever loved was already there. hope everyone enjoyed our podcast, and if you would like to email us, you can do so at historyteacherspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of the new Medal of Honor podcast from Evergreen Podcasts, brought to you in partnership with the National Medal of Honor Museum. In each three-minute episode, we'll learn about a different service member who distinguished him or herself through an act of valor— a Civil War Army doctor, and the only woman to receive the Medal of Honor so far. Learn about these heroes and more wherever you get your podcasts.